Alexis meet for the very first time, Justin. Hello, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, I'm Mindy. I'm Miguel. Nice Miguel, to nice to meet you. Deep breath. We got this. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. We got this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? If they're doing the way I'm doing, they're doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Teresa. As you know, I've been riding high on this week of reality television. <laughs> and I think we're going to close out the week pretty strong because in my book, let me check my book here. Yep. In my book. <laughs> he literally just checked his imaginary book. <laughs> in my book, this was the best week in reality television in a while. It was really good. Like all the shows were really good. 90 Day delivered. Mm-hmm. Below Deck. Oh, yeah. Oh, you better believe it delivered. Seeking Sister, sister never doesn't deliver. <laughs> and then this episode of Maths delivered. It was good, yeah. It made me feel all sorts of things. I thought I knew what was going on, and then it turned it upside down and made me question my sanity. It made me laugh. It made me not cry, but Justin cried, and so someone <laughs> cried. It's because they really tease in the previews, and they pick the worst. Well, it's not even that. It's... The first hour, I'm like, oh, Ben is an asshole. Ben is an absolute jackass. And then the second hour, I'm like, oh, Morgan's just as bad. And so I go back yeah. and forth and I don't know where I am at any given time. But to me, that's entertaining. That keeps me on my toes. Oh, no, totally. But it what actually I was, keeps me on my ass. What I was saying is that we saw the previews and it seemed like Linda's going to lose her shit, but she didn't, yeah. right? And then we saw that... Someone was crying. I forgot who. Justin probably. <laughs> probably Justin. But it also looked like there's going to be some tension between Stasha and Ned. But it didn't happen either. Mm. It was just the conversation they kind of picked. Yeah, they, I mean, that that's standard with the whole tease. Oh, yeah, I love previews, it. I love it, the tease. But I just thought through and through this episode delivered. So we closed the week out strong with this episode. And then, and then, Teresa... Yeah. Well, two more things, actually. This is how good of a week it is in, in reality TV world. I'm sitting on the couch after this episode ended. You went to shower, I believe. Mm -hmm. And a show <laughs> comes on. Guys, a show comes on called Five Guys a Week. And I thought, I'm not in the mood for a burger, but I'll watch Five Guys. And <laughs> this show starts. And I'm immediately enthralled. I pick up my phone and I text T. I'm like, I don't know if she's in the shower, what she's doing, but get your ass out here because the show is wild. <laughs> Five Guys a Week is my new favorite show, I think. <laughs> how did? Oh, yeah, you told me how it ended. I think it was David. Was it David? Yeah, it was David. Guys, if you don't watch this show, it is basically <laughs> the Bachelorette on a budget because <laughs> this episode that we watched it was this girl from Long Island, I don't know, early 20s, mid 20s, 25, living in her parents' house. Mm -hmm. But her parents leave for a few days and she invites five guys over the house to stay for a week to all sleep in the basement on blow up mattresses. <laughs> and then they, each night she has to let one go. There's like a rose ceremony. It's more of like a rose ceremony, but she lets one go until it comes down to two and then she picks her boyfriend. It's wild. And, oh, and the wildest part is there's no camera crew. So there's just these robotic cameras in the corner that you see in the corner of every room of every 
yeah, house, room, bathroom, everything. Well, someone was shooting outside when they were throwing the axe. I don't know. Maybe there's one guy. I mean, come on. You have to have one guy there for security yeah, purposes. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for You have sure. five drunks sleeping on air mattresses in the in the basement. There's got to be someone there to keep things in order. But this is my new favorite show. <laughs> I think we might we might have to do a bonus on I mean, Patreon. You guys let us know. No, I'll let you know. I think we're going to do a bonus. <laughs> Maybe we'll do an extra bonus because I just want to talk about this show. It's absolutely amazing. But... And then if you think, oh, this week can't get any better, then we find out today the single life is coming back. Hoot, hoot. The single life, September 12th, is coming back to Discovery Plus. And so, I mean, that I'm riding high on it's reality something, television. We're going to still add it to the mix for Patreon, but this is something that we hope you guys also want us to cover. Yeah, we're still doing the poll on Patreon yeah. to figure out, or we will be doing a poll on Patreon to figure out what to cover next. But if adding you guys, it to the mix, adding, adding it to the, to the mix. mix. If you guys don't choose it, well, then prepare for those bonus episodes on the Family <laughs> Affair level to be the single life because absolutely, it because looks, we love that. It looks amazing. And yes, then do we get even better, better? Oh, because someone talking about myself oh. had a great idea. Oh, you did? Yes. All right. And sure. for the Patreon friends. We're gonna do a happy hour. Oh yeah, that's not this week, but no, 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 no. We have to, we have to find a date. We have to open up to peeps. We put out a poll on Patreon yeah. to figure out what days or nights work best. I think we threw out a Thursday, a Saturday evening, and a Sunday mm-hmm. late afternoon. And and the patrons are voting on that, and we'll find a date, and then we'll find the time to we'll do a zoom happy hour we'll do a zoom happy hour with our patrons so yeah. it's, it's not too late for you guys if you're not on the patreon yet get on there vote for the day that works best for you and then we'll figure out what day that will be and we'll all hang out on zoom we'll have some drinks we'll talk about reality tv show we'll talk about five guys a week and then we'll <laughs> we'll just we'll, we'll laugh it up we'll have a good time yeah that's, so that's a good lead into Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. Still covering Seek and Sister Wife on there. I checked. It's going till at least September 5th. Yes. So we got a few more weeks <laughs> over there. But then, as we said, we're putting up a poll to figure out what we cover next. Well, September 5th is Labor Day. It's Monday. It's Labor Day. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's still running. You think, oh, really? You think TLC cares about holidays? Sometimes. Man, sometimes they do. You're right. Sometimes they do, but but not not this time. Not the, the TLC show would be called Seven Days a Week or Seven Guys a Week, Seven Shows a Week. We don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> We're going to give you content. I mean, we'll be watching. We'll but. be watching. We'll be re- recording. We'll be releasing. So, are you going to be? Oh, you're going to be home. I'll be home. Yeah. But that is Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Married to Reality. Get over there, check it out. A lot yes. of fun's happening over there, and I think that happy hour is going to be very fun. Yes, and they fixed the app. Not so, for me. Really? Yeah, maybe I have to uninstall and reinstall. I didn't do anything crazy. Mm, not for me. They must know you're the social media president, and yes, that's why. they know. Speaking of social media, if you're not on the Patreon, at least get on the Instagram. Check us out at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. We post news. We just broke the news. I think I was one of the first people to post that the single life is coming back. Mm-hmm. So we're breaking news over there. We're posting <laughs> memes. You guys uh, message us. What? I love that. You're like, oh, I, I think I was the first one posting that. I were breaking news. I saw I saw Dirty <laughs> Deb posted it and I was like, wait, what? So then I tracked it down. I researched it. 
I found an Us Weekly article. It had a link to the trailer. I ended up finding the trailer and it was <laughs> unlisted on YouTube. So that means you had to find the, the back way into this. Oh. And then they finally list it now that it's public and people can go see it on YouTube, but it was unlisted on the 90 Day Fiance YouTube page, but I found it. I'm breaking news over here, Teresa. Breaking right. news. You're breaking my heart when you tell me I don't I don't break news. So You do break news. I break news. John, you break all the news. I break all the news. <laughs> so get over there. Mary Triati Pod on Instagram. What else? Make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right now. It's so easy to do. All you have to do is look down at your phone whatever device you're listening on, and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the TP picnic that Stasha apparently prepared for Nate. It was hot, but it was infiltrated. What do you mean? There was a infiltrator. There was a spider. Oh. It was an itsy-bitsy spider. Intruder. It was an intruder. And I would have freaked out just as much as Nate did. Spiders are fine. I'm okay with spiders if if we're comparing them to, say... Cockroaches? Cockroaches? Ew, ew. I'll take a spider any day of the week, but I, I felt in good company when Nate was kind of freaking out. I was like, eh, me too. You're not you alone. You have to treat spiders with respect. Okay. I would never kill a spider. Okay. It's a bad luck. All right. I do flush them into the toilet sometimes, hoping <laughs> that hoping they, they know how to swim. Well, I don't know. You're like they have a lot of legs; they must be able to swim. <laughs> but this is like me intentionally, intentionally killing them. Right. Got it. All right. So that is smashing like it's as hot as that picnic. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you could please do that. It makes our day. You guys know we love love. So keep the love coming. You guys are doing it and, and we thank you for it. So just thank you in advance and thank you if you have left a yes, review. Yes, and we do read the five-star reviews on our Bread and Butter podcast. Oh, oh 90 Day Fiancé. 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah, all right. That's how we started our roots. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> five-star reviews get read on the Monday night 90 Day pod. Yeah. But we're here to talk about a different show. We are here to talk about Married at First Sight, season 15, episode six. Not a not a lot of one-on-one time with couples this episode. There's a lot more group hangs. Yes. A lot more friend hangs. A I like it. A lot of, you say you like it. I am on the fence because what it became, at least with this cast of characters, with this episode, a lot of... Sticking your nose into other people's business. A lot I, of, I like a it. A lot of couples sticking their noses into other couples' business. Do it, people. Do it. But remember the days when the couples would honeymoon alone? Yeah, they went on different they, they went, went on, to different places. And then you got to judge that. That was the that was the good old days when they would live separately as well. Remember I think it was the New York couples. A long time ago, there might be I think Jamie. It was season one or season two. Yeah, Jamie and Doug, and then there was the fireman from Brooklyn, and that. Yeah. Yeah. Not see, that wasn't season one, but yes, you're. Yeah. You're right with remember, Jessica and. Yeah. Yes. So, I remember. I think it was Doug and Jamie. They went to like a tropical place. They flew, oh, yeah. and then they sent the fireman <laughs> from like, New York to the Poconos. To the po- yeah, it was like snowing <laughs> and freezing, which is fine, but like. Some people got to go on a on a nice vacation and other people just drove to yeah. the Poconos. That was the season. One of the couples was living in an apartment like down the street from us. 
Yes. I remember we tracked down. It was like yes. next, it was next to a restaurant you used to eat at. Yeah, on the upper, on yeah, the, on the upper, upper east side. side. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good time. It was a good season, and I kind of miss that. I kind of miss couples being a little more isolated, being able to focus on each other. True, but I do like the groups because they bring like drama. You like it for drama's sake. I'm a, oh, rom- yeah. I'm a romantic. I want to see these couples. Oh, go stop it. I want to see these couples have a moment to themselves where they can get to know each stop other. Stop it. Not just gossiping the whole time, oh, getting oh, gossip, drunk. Gossip and get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, let's talk about this first hang. All right. Because we have a guy's hang, they're, they're tequila tasting. Brunch. And we have girls simultaneously brunching. I'm, I, I like how we, te- how we call it tequila tasting. That's Never drinking they tequila. It. That's what they called it. It is an excuse to do shots at 12. Uh, well, okay. So speaking of, I am guessing you are not happy with a Mr. Justin for the way he Oh my gosh. T- what a waste. Did you say so you picked it? What a waste. <laughs> See, it, it is a waste, but I'm glad he cut himself off because can you imagine how emotional he would get oh if, my he got, gosh. if he got too drunk? I was getting emotional watching him waste the tequila. You shed a tear. You should maybe that's who <laughs> shed a tear when you saw him toss that tequila shot over his shoulder. But no, good. I don't need to see drunk Justin. He cries enough when he's sober. Oh yeah. But okay. So speaking of, we'll kind of go back and forth because they were sort of bouncing off each other's storylines. So yes, Justin's with the guys. Yes, and Justin says, "All right, all right. Who's gonna spill the tea, right?" And so Justin is like, you know what? I have no tea to spill. Everything's beautiful. We just cuddle and we hang out and, uh, and we hold hands. And the only tea I have to spill is that she recognizes that I'm sensitive. I'm like, yeah, we all recognize Justin. What <laughs> kind of a tea a, is that, doesn't Justin? It doesn't take a detective to figure out you're sensitive. Yeah, it's like when you put the bag in the water, but you don't warm it up. That's how bad of a tea that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes, she recognizes, Alexis recognizes, I'm um, sensitive, but that doesn't bother her. He says, smash cut to Alexis, who is telling the girls, so Justin's pretty sensitive and it's, it's actually kind of hard for me, even though I try to play it down. Yeah. But then she says he brings the soft side out. Yeah. Bring some side out of her. Yeah, Some side. But yeah, then. We kind of hear Morgan saying, oh, my gosh, like my husband's so hot, like his body. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Right. And Ben kind of mentions that he has to work on his hip thrust because apparently Nate is not the only freak in the sheets. Well, right. Didn't Morgan's friends say yes, she was a, a freak. bit of a freak in yeah. the sheets? Yeah. yeah. But so they're they're on the same page, at least. They're Apparently, they are saying they're both attracted to each mm-hmm. other. They're, they're telling the other castmates that there's sexual tension. And yes, Ben's going to have to step up his game mm-hmm. and deliver. Lindy, she says things are progressing uh, for us in, in different ways. And everyone's like, oh, now this sounds like real tea. Tell us, what does that mean? And Lindy goes, well, we're doing what married couples do. And we see Miguel saying, well, we made love. So we made love. <laughs> <sighs> did you Did you go from, hey, camera guy, make sure you got this boner. 
<laughs> to making love, Miguel, because well, that's a hard transition. I think he enjoyed no it because intended. he's like, and it was more passionate than I thought. It was perfect. I mean, is he becoming <sighs> soft? Yeah. I mean, not soft, hey, soft, but. He's like, you know, you're in the moment. You're aroused. I felt one with the universe. Oh, Miguel. Oh, my God. And, but yeah, Lindy's like, it was natural. There was no pressure. I'm, that's why I'm kind of guessing it was after the massage. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the boner massage. And then Kristen is about to spill her tea. Well, first, Sasha and Nate. Oh. Which, not much. Stasha just says, we took a bath together. We're finding other intimate ways to connect besides sex. And then we hear naping. Like, yeah, everything's good. We're vibing. No lovemaking. I want to respect my wife. Sex makes things complicated. And Miguel checks him on that, though. Yeah. Because Miguel has just spilled the tea. Yeah. And Miguel's like, why does why does that make things complicated? Why not express your feelings of attraction? Nate. It was word salad. It, to me, Nate's explanation oh of why it, it makes things complicated he's, made no he's, sense. That he's was complicated. excuses because, and that's what Miguel said. He's like, I don't buy it. And there was the throwback to the bachelor party when Nate is being very sexual yeah. with the stripper. And so I think Nate is saying that because Stasha doesn't want to bang. So he's, so, right. He yeah, doesn't yeah. want to seem like he's letting her run the yeah. show. Yeah. He's like, when men get involved too early, we, uh, we lack... If we're understanding each other, we're lacking. If we have the same lifestyle, the same goals. I'm like, huh? Well, you're married, first what? of all. No, first of all. What does having the same lifestyle, the same goals have to do with having sex or not? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. And okay. And now Kristen's going to spill her tea and basically talking about what happened with Mitch, right? That he told her he's not attracted to her, but then they got drunk and he wanted to bang her, but she stopped him. I respect her for it. And the girls do too. He, they went up to the room and she says, he pounced on me like a tiger. Mm-hmm. The tiger can't change his straws. <laughs> yeah, he pounced on me like a tiger. He pounced on me like some litter on the beach. Yeah. And apparently the fact that he told her he's not attracted to her, but she handled it like a pro <laughs> made him... Attracted oh. to her homage. And that's the whole point. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't hate, hate Mitch, but I think he screwed himself oh, by completely. saying that. And that's why he's an idiot. Yes. Because give it a few more days. I think his attraction's growing because she is not a moron. She knows how to handle herself. She's actually very mature compared to a lot of people that's been on the show, right? Yeah. And she really handled it like a pro and she didn't check out. She's <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? I'm still in this. Let's see what happens. Because she says, I feel that he is attracted to me. He might be confused. He might be lying to himself, but his actions show it. And it's true. Like actions show a lot more than words. Right. Yes. And if Miguel just freaking waited for a couple more days, he could have avoided this Mitch. situation. Mm -hmm. Mitch. Yes. You said Miguel. Oh, Mitch. If Mitch waited for a few more days, to organize his thoughts, to get to know her, right? Yes. He could have avoided this because let's say they do make it, even though I said they want, let's say they do make it. And in a couple of years, they'll be happy together. Maybe they have kids. And then that is always going to be this thing for Kristen's like, yeah, I remember 
two days in and he told me he's not attracted to me. Like she never will, forget. She, it's a girl. She'll never forget. She will never forget. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch blew with that. He, yeah. he he needed better counsel because was, I think it was his brother who said, "Oh, you yeah. need a, you need to have a talk with her. You need to tell her how you feel right now." He should have talked to PC or DP or. Don't we have two new experts that we have not met yet? Apparently, yeah, we're six episodes in. Yeah, yeah. Where, like where are not they? Not existing. I just love how he was saying, "Oh yeah, I was so attracted by the way you handled me, telling you you were unattractive." So it's like, huh? You, you mean you were drunk and horny? Oh Mitch. my gosh! You were drunk and horny is what it comes down to. Yeah, but he made a point in a way because. Besides the way people look, obviously, there is another side of a person that you are attracted to. And it's their intelligence. Yeah. Not at midnight in Puerto Vallarta after a bottle of tequila. No, but throughout the day and I, the next day and the way she I know, reacted. but this came after. No, but this came after them sitting poolside well, taking shots of tequila. No, no, no. I know. Like, oh, I love the way your, your tits handled my rejection. They look so <laughs> good right now. You're right. But I think the next day. He woke up and he's like, you know what? It's gross. She's but that's not when he me. pounced. My point is that's not when he pounced. Oh, no, no, no. I know. He was drunk. Absolutely. Sure, that's now. Why he's, that's why he's an uh, asshole he's in a way. yeah. But the next day, I think he's realizing that, wait a minute, like, she's really cool. She's not bad looking. She, his personality is great. Yeah. So. Yes, he, he messed up. And I almost feel like she did something to him in a way that, if you just forget the bad thing he said, he's not being that bad. Right. And there's also something to the chase and you want what you can't have. And I don't know if you've experienced this, experienced this, but in my younger days, you're chasing, you, you want some attention from a girl. And then the minute you get it, you're like, nah, cool. I didn't I, chase. I was being chased. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you want what you can't have. And then once you find out you can have it, you no longer want it. It's no longer interesting to you. And vice versa. Yeah. When someone like Kristen is now playing hard to get, saying, no, 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 sir, mm-hmm. you want it more. He wants it more. So there's a little bit of the alcohol. There's a little bit of, oh, she handled herself well. But it's also a little bit of, I want what I can't have. True. And- I love the fact that she told him no. Oh, cause that's self-respect. Mitch would have woken up and be like, oh shit, I banged her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then then yeah, there's yeah, yeah. nothing yes. to work toward. You re- now rewarded bad mm-hmm. behavior. So no, she played it absolutely yes. right. Good for Kristen. Mitch, good for you a little bit for, for coming around. But yeah, I'm still holding out on I'm becoming Team Mitch, as Kristen says. Yeah, no, I do agree. But as I told one of our friends that we were chatting about this on Instagram, Mitch can... I know I said a few things about Mitch that, you know, he was acting like an asshole. Yeah. And he did screw himself, but he can still prove me wrong. He can still become someone that will be like, yes, go Mitch. You can always redeem yourself unless yes. you do something atrocious. But... One nice thing, one nice dinner, one nice compliment doesn't erase True. the past. No. So we have to take it all into account when we day by assess day. these people day An by episode day. By episode by episode. By episode. All right. Morgan and Ben. Yes. Okay. They're having dinner alone and 
gossiping about the other couples. And Morgan brings up, I think all the other couples are more touchy-feely than we are. Which I'm reading as she wants to get a little more intimate with Ben. Oh, yeah. She wants to bang him because he has a hot butt. He is, he is cut. He, he is. is. <laughs> he is. I, I want to know how. Like, I would love to be a little, a little cut. Uh, I think he probably doesn't spend the money we spend on food. He's no, a little... but he has to. To actually look like That's this, true. you need to eat well. He, he, he could be starving you actually need. No, you can't. No, he does have muscle. He needs to eat well. He needs to eat a lot of protein. He needs to eat the right carbs, mm. veggies, fruit, whatever it takes. Like he, All right. Yeah, he has to be doing something right. All right. So they bring up how Justin said, I love you already. And Ben, <laughs> great body, not maybe not the best mind because he goes, when do you think we'll be saying that? Oh, Ben. How do you ask that question? Oh, Ben. That's why he's single. When do you think we'll be, that? I missed that. I, I didn't ask, hear. I oh, didn't hear this. I could only ask that question if I was ready to say it. Otherwise, who knows when it's gonna hit? Maybe or, he's ready to say it. I mean, there are two absurd. days behind. He gotta catch up. No, I actually, and I'll explain why later. I don't think he's that into Morgan. I don't think so either. Even though he says he he likes her, I don't think he is. I don't think so either. So. Morgan responds to that question by just bringing up life back in San Diego, wondering how that's going to be. And Morgan says, I go 110% at work. I go to the gym a lot. On the weekends, I just want to relax. And he agrees. Well, yeah, because it's free. Twist, Rela yeah. Relaxing is it's free. free. <laughs> yeah, but we found out, and I didn't notice, that apparently he got really close with Justin as friends. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we should definitely hang out with them back in San Diego. Yeah, they immediately bonded somehow. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, is it's been emotional? Do they, like, cry <laughs> together? They might. Or what's, what's going on? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I good for Justin, them. Justin can't be a shoulder for Ben to cry on because that shoulder would be too high. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but I'm, I'm surprised because Justin goes from being so emotional to... Being gross to be like, oh, my uh, dick, my this, my dad. It's I like, forgot about that. Dude, like you, you, you have to like pick your bottles. Like you want to be a cool bro yeah, but, but, or you want to be an emotional bro. But think about it. Those are the same level of extraness, but on opposite ends of the spectrum. So he's mm. too extra with his emotions and he's too extra with my dick and I'm hard. Right. There, there's no happy medium there. He's on the extremes on both ends. Mm. So it's one of the same to me. But yes. So then we see Ben and Morgan boogie boarding. And yes. I realized Ben and Lindy kind of have the same giddy, nervous energy. He's like, oh, we're, okay, yeah. we're going. We're, Boogie boy. I love boogie boy. Okay, here we go. Like, yes. boogie boy. like imagine if they were matched. I'm more so than Lindy. Yeah. Imagine if they were matched. Well, I think it's because I don't think Ben has that much experience with women. Or uh, we've heard that he was He's 29. He was cheated on, right? And yeah. all that. And I think he is very smart. I think he spent a lot of time working on himself and being in school and saving money. And mm -hmm. I don't think he's met that many women or he's been with that many women, right? I don't know. So I think he's just awkward. It's definitely awkwardness. 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing that he maybe some people are serious daters, some people focus on other things. And I think he was the one that focused on other things and got burned at the same time. Yeah. And so he is awkward. Yeah. I think he just needs to settle in, mm-hmm. try to have a drink or two, maybe. Oh, yeah. Calm down. But this is where it gets juicy. This is where they start talking about how the other day Ben brought up family and finance. Yeah, I, I, I was slightly confused about this whole thing. And then I saw something on social media. I think it was from Mary at first side who like posted mm-hmm. uh, some clarifications. But basically, Ben is saying, well, you know, you said uh, it was a red flag for me that you're not very close with your family, with your dad. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so close with my parents, so close with my mom. And that's a little concerning to me, the relationships. And I'm like, that's literally him trying to get out. Uh, well, yes, exactly. He's <laughs> holding something that she could have no control yeah. over. He's holding that over her head. Her family dynamic, she's one part of it. But so imagine she has... A uh, deadbeat dad. It's like you're gonna hold that over her head. So he, yes, you should. You should be focusing on the fact that she is close with her mom, and she found out about her. What do you call it? Your ancestors. Her heritage. Her your ancestors, heritage, and yeah. then she got interested into that because it's the samurai culture, right? Like you mm-hmm. should be more fascinated by the fact that. She appreciates the culture. She's close with her mom. Who cares about the dad? If he's not in the picture, he's not in the picture. Yeah. Like, what what can you do? It's not not her fault. Yeah, it's not her fault. Right. And so then maybe he realizes, ah, this is a losing argument. He turns it to finances and he starts to question that because she's still in school. She still has loans. And Morgan says, well, those are my loans. They're going to be paid off. I'll never ask a cent of you. I don't want your money and I'll never tell you how to spend your money. And Ben turns into this whole honesty and openness. Well, okay, before we get into that, she says she finished nursing school, which means I guess you can go to a two-year college yeah, and get then your, get an extension. You can get your associates. Yes. So you can be an RN. You can you no, can No, no, it's not just your associate. I think there is an extension to your associate to become an RN. You, I'm pretty sure you can get an RN after two years. Then you have to get a bachelor's for, uh, I forget what the, the BSN. Yeah, but I think it's two years of getting your associate degree mm-hmm. and then two years of nursing school. nursing school. Because we have a friend who went to, who did that. Yeah. And so I follow her on social media and she, I remember she posted, she got her associate and then later she went to nursing school. And now she's an RN and she posted that she's thinking of getting her bachelor's. Right. And I might be totally wrong, guys, but I don't think you can be a registered nurse, nurse just with your associate degree. I think you need an extra extension adds to your courses. Hmm. I'm not sure. From what I saw, associates can get you. Because what would you get your associates in? I think you can be a nurse, but not yeah. a registered nurse, not mm. an RN. I'm pretty sure you can be an RN. You can't be a BSN. You have to go. No, I think whatever <laughs> Danielle on 90 Day did, she did her associate degree. Is that our friend on social media? Well, one of them. Uh, no, I'm kidding. She did. And then one of our, yes, actually, I'm, I'm actually being right. 
one of our friends messaged us about us. Yeah. Danielle is not an RN because she only got her associate. She's a nurse. Like, I think she can work with elderly people or whoever. So let me just, here's nursejournal.org. Okay. Let's oh, settle this. Okay. And let's, this let's solve this. This is for Florida because we are in Florida. So it just came up. Individuals seeking a Florida nursing license must earn a two-year associate degree in nursing, mm-hmm. ASN, or a four-year bachelor's degree in nursing, BSN. So who is the RN? Um, from what I from what I read, RN was two years. Um, on average, an incoming student can expect to become a licensed registered nurse in roughly three years. So maybe so. There yeah, it is. that's the extension, nah. and that's why I'm saying one of our friends messaged us saying Daniel only got like her associate degree right. or a certificate, right? Something like that. Oh, LPN. I yeah. think they said she was. Yeah. yeah regardless. In Morgan's case, she's an RN. So, yes. So, she finished her nursing school. That's the point. She's an RN. She's furthering her education. She wants to become a BSN. There are several reasons to pursue that. Higher pay. Higher pay, different levels of care, just furthering your education and and knowledge and understanding. Several reasons to do that. So, that's what she's doing. She's one credit away or one course away from securing. one semester away. From securing this BSN. Yeah, she's very close. But all that to say, she's a nurse currently. Yeah, she's currently. a nurse. And she said, I've been working as a nurse for several years. I just decided to further my education. Sure. And that, the fact that Ben is making a huge to-do about this, that's what makes me think he's not that into Morgan. Because now he's coming up with excuses to sabotage the relationship. Yeah, because he said, oh... I wasn't sure if, like, did she lie to the experts about right. being a nurse? And she's like, I am a nurse. Right. So I I go to myself, oh, he's self-sabotaging this. He's yeah. coming up with reasons to to not like her or to think she's a bad person when, in fact, no, everything she's told you is true. And my only head scratcher is why this was a secret. Why her furthering her education? Yeah. Because she did tell Ben and she said, Ben, don't tell anyone else that I've won class or semester. Yeah, left. that is nothing Why? wrong with that. It's literally. Be proud. It's the, it, yes, exactly. It's the opposite. Yeah, I would, I would want to be proud that I'm furthering my education because she doesn't need to. She could continue a career as a nurse, as yeah. an RN. She doesn't need to. So be proud of it. I don't know. I can't think of a good reason why she would want to keep that private unless... The school told her to like. I don't oh, think the school cares. You're going to be on. Pay them. But you're going to be on TV. We don't want our name associated with. But she didn't even mention the school. She no, could have just. No, she didn't. Said, I'm I'm learning my bachelor's now. I'm one course away. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I just can't think of a reason you wouldn't tell. Like to me, that's maybe awesome. she like, oh, cool, she you're... felt. I had to say this, but maybe she felt ashamed that she's not fully accomplished like everyone else. But not everyone's a BSN. Well, an I RN know, is a that's great what I'm saying. Career. It's going to sound stupid, but maybe that's what she was thinking. But she, you said like everyone else. Who's, like everyone, all, who's everyone else? All these people. On the show? Yeah. Oh. What are you talking about? I mean. No, but why else would she? I don't, I don't get it. Because the fact that she told Ben means she told everyone else who's watching this show. She told Ben when the cameras were gone, though. And then Ben brought it up. Oh, oh, Ben. <laughs> she didn't, yeah, she's, she's told that in private. And oh. then it got back to her because Ben told Justin. Oh. And Justin told Alexis and so forth and so on. But I yeah. don't know. Call Long in. Long story short, 
Colin. She's crying. She feels betrayed. He broke her trust. She wanted to keep that private. And yeah, maybe we'll find out. Who knows? Yeah. So that's Morgan and Ben for now. All right. We'll circle back. Stasha and Nate. This day is- six. Day six. Okay. Is the TP picnic and TP not a toilet paper? No. It's a type this, of a tent. This was yeah. This was a picnic. This was intense. This picnic was. Intense. It was almost like a glamping picnic. Yeah, it was. It was cute, I guess. I liked but it. Again, bugs. Yeah, I don't need a big to do. I, what I do you mean? If you're gonna have a picnic, have a picnic. Get a basket, a bottle of wine, spread out a blanket if you want. Have I would picnic. love to do a picnic again, but it's too hot have in Florida. A, have a picnic. But this, it was nice. It was all right. This is the last thing I would do if I was at a beach resort, but mm. okay. You know, True. I would have a beach picnic probably. Yeah. But they're doing, there'd probably be less spiders, but they're doing their thing and they start talking about, oh, we can enjoy the simple things. We don't always have to be over the top all the time. And Stasha brings up how at one point, Nate said he wasn't intimidated by her. Which is new to her because apparently all guys are intimidated all by her. All guys are boss I babe. get it if she's a boss lady, if she makes her own money, has her own business and is very smart. That can be intimidating for certain men. Well, who are you dating? For certain men. My question yeah, would be, who I know. are you dating? Well, here's the thing. She wants to play this confident lady and I think she's confident when it comes to her job. Yeah. She's not very confident when it comes to guys because she keeps bringing it up like, oh, I don't know if I'm if I'm going to be enough for you. Like, I don't know. I want you to fall in love with me. Like, she's not she, very confident. She brings that up and then I would add on towards the end of the episode, she starts talking about, oh, I'm going to have to test Nate and see how he does. To me, that's not confident. If you have to test someone. Yeah. That doesn't sound confident either. Just live your life. Yeah. So what I think is that she was dating guys who were, I hate to say below her, but she who were f- making maybe less money, who weren't as successful as she was Yeah. to stay in power. But now that it's Nate, who seems to be very happy with himself oh, yeah. and everything he does and everything he achieved, and that's intimidating to her and on top of that, he said I'm, he's not intimidated by her. And now she's like, holy shit, this, what, what, is, what is going on? So that's super interesting. And it leads into this next topic of conversation for them. When Stasha asks, would, oh you, would you be open to going into therapy with me? Which is, I, I mean, I get where she's coming from. But and whatever Nate said was true because he was like, why don't we just wait if there are any <laughs> issues? Like now? Or like if there's a problem? Or when? But at least I appreciate him being a game. If that's what she wants to do, he's like, sure, let's let's do it. I, but at some point, stop being so agreeable and have a perspective of your own. I get she's the boss, but be, I don't know, no, be a co I a think co-owner. maybe he can sense that that would make her feel comfortable. And that's And that's why I thought it was a great segue into what you were just saying is, yeah, when I first heard this, I thought she was bringing up therapy thinking Nate might need it. She might need it. She might be going, I don't know if I'm going to be able to deal with someone who is not intimidated by me, who has a life of their own, who seems confident in themselves. I might need to figure out how to handle this. I also hate the fact that she basically said, I want to talk to someone who can guide us. All right. Well, you are part of this freaking experiment. Yeah. You have people you can talk to. You have the experts. They are your therapists. So A, 
why don't you talk to them and figure shit out during these two months? Sure. Don't go to to therapy to go to therapy, right? Right. I think some people use it as as a lapdog or as a as a purse of like, oh, I go to therapy because it's kind of like the in thing to do now. I guess I don't think she uses that way. But again, why don't you? Why are you going to therapy now? And guys, That's I am I am point. very pro therapy. You guys know my dad's a therapist. Oh, so I'm a pro I'm, therapy too. When there is a pl- time and place exactly. for the it, first question, the first question when you sit down. So why are you here? Yeah. So why? Are, well, okay, tell us why you're here. Well, I don't know. So what? You're you're having problems? No, we just met each other. Okay, then well, I can't do anything for you. Well, no, you a therapist would never say that. But my point is that you have f- apparently four therapists. You have a psychologist or a priest and a sociologist and a sex person, right? Yeah. Why don't you talk to I them? Why don't you have is the professional? <laughs> why title. don't you? Why don't you set up a session with them because they are there to help? Because they don't they don't have a problem yet. That's my point. They would call Pastor Cal and he'd be like, "Okay, well, time is money. What do you guys want to talk about?" <laughs> and he'd be like, "I'm working on my second book. What, like, what's going on?" <laughs> and they would say, "I don't, I don't know. I just thought we should see a therapist." He go, "Well, call me back when there's a problem. Like, yeah. go live your go live your life. Get well, out of this office and well, go live your life." I think the reason why she wants to see a therapist, and that was my second point, is because she said, "I need someone to guide us to like tell us how to do this." Why? And I think it's crazy because. As someone who I've never been in a serious relationship before, John, I always say that, yes, I had my high school boyfriend. We were on and off the entire freaking high school. It was it was a great relationship, right? Yeah. But before I met John, I did date, but I could not get along with anyone to wanted to that I would want to form a, a relationship with him, right? And so, but it wasn't me thinking, oh my gosh, like maybe something wrong with me. I need to see a therapist to see how to approach right. this. I was like, well, the right person. isn't that's not the right person because I just want to meet someone who is going to be fine with the way I am and hopefully we'll get along so we don't need a therapist. Here's why this situation is different because they were matched. They, well, didn't, yes. they didn't choose to be with each other. Someone else chose them to be with each other. But if they are having problems and they're not showing it right now, they're keeping it to themselves, but let's say they are and they're just not comfortable sharing it, then yes, call PC, call DP, and let's address the situation. But I just thought it's so weird on day three or four yeah. to be like, we should we should get into therapy. No, I agree. And again, maybe you should eventually. Not against it. Could be very beneficial for a ton of people. But how do you know at this point? Yeah, they seem to be doing fine minus... Nate's obsession with social media and yeah. himself in general. But and maybe that's what, and, may, and that's interesting because maybe that's what Stasha wants to address, but she needs a third party to address it or she mm. needs a third party to validate her. If she just brought it up and says, I think you're spending too much time on your phone. I need you to get to know me. He'll have an excuse. Maybe she wants that third party to be the mediator and just be like, no, I think Stasha has a point. And maybe she wants backup or validation because for her just to suggest this out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. Maybe there is something deeper that we're not seeing. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Alexis and Justin. Uh, Alexis and Justin. Doing a little sailing. Yeah. And then end up sitting down on the beach to talk. 
Yes. And we found out that Justin works from home. Do yes. we know what he does? He's a digital marketing specialist. Okay. So, yeah, he works remotely like a ton of us do now. True. And it's good because he can take care of the dogs. Yeah. They both have a dog. I, I didn't totally understand the way they were speaking about Justin's role because Alexis made it seem like his only role is going to be to be a stay-at-home dad and no, take care of the dogs. No, but she kind of said, yeah, I work outside of home. I make more money. I'm going to be okay with that. Yeah. And Justin said he's fine, whatever. It's cool. He's going to take care of the dogs. Yeah, and also same bank account. Yeah. Look at Alexis this money like, slot. oh, really? <laughs> he said the same and then each keep their own, which is smart. This is what I think yeah. most modern couples do. Joint and separate. Yeah. That's very smart. But how do you buy a gift if you don't have a separate account? Exactly. Come on. Um, well, yeah. we found out later what Alexis does. And let me just kind of look at it because. Oh, she's a logistical. I had it written down. Yeah, She me is too. a, where is she? Where is she? Oh, supply system logistician. What, is, so what does she do? figure that out. She said numbers. Yeah, logistician, logistics. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but yeah. And then the boat. Blows over in a gust of wind. And but Justin, because Justin, he's so tall. Basically, he stands up mm-hmm. and he thinks he's a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and then just Alexis and Kristen got together to have a little yeah. private one-on-one. And we hear Kristen's a little concerned because Mitch hasn't been in a serious relationship in a long time. And Kristen has been wanting to get married almost her entire life, she says. I don't I don't understand when I don't people understand. say that. People, I don't understand you who say you've been wanting to get married since you were two or three. I didn't want to get married until we started dating and we were like a few years in when I was like, I can see this. Yeah, I, I, I really have a problem. And I'm sorry if, because I know this is probably most people, but I really have a problem with people who just want to get married. Because you, you're not respecting the idea of marriage. If you, mm-hmm. Kristen, if you wanted to get married almost your entire life, that means you like the idea of a wedding more than the sure. idea of a spending your life with a specific person. Now, I get it. You might see your family and go, I want that. or I. But then say, maybe say that, like, oh, I really want to find someone who I can have a life with. I want to find, but to be like, yeah, I've, I've been dreaming of getting married my entire life. It's like, ah, no, I you might not. want to think about it. You might want to think about that. I have not, but Alexis made a good point because he goes like, you know what? You just, you need to count the small wins. Mm-hmm. You need to take it step by step. And Kristen is like, you know what? You're right. His actions show me every day that he wants me, which is good because I feel like if, Maybe he, you know, he gives away a few things because I don't think that she would be still this in if she didn't pick up on anything. I think she's confident and I think she should be. Yeah. And so I think she's committed to the process. So I don't, I really don't know how much Mitch is giving her outside of what we see. Mm -hmm. And then kind of Alexis reminded her like, you know what? I could have been with Justin six months ago, but I was too superficial. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, he's too skinny. He's this and that. And yeah. I just kind of passed and look at us now. She goes, I I almost missed out on my biggest blessing. Ugh. 
again, the, guys. The you, tallest blessing. You, you, yeah, biggest if you're talking about height. You've known the guy for five days. Mm-hmm. Pump the brakes, and I'm glad you're excited. But pump the brakes. How, you're calling him your biggest blessing? You've known him for less than a week. I mean, I think Alexis is wild, and I think she must be tough to handle. Yeah. And so she needed someone who was this nice, literally. Because I feel like if she had like someone who was a little more opinionated, a little mm. more tougher, they would be getting into arguments. Because mm. she also has is very opinionated, and it's great. Like, I love Alexis. But I think the fact that Justin is so sensitive and so, like, agrees with her and so nice that it's good for her to yeah. have a man like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we see Ben and Justin playing basketball, which is just unfair. That's just, well, that's just downright unfair. Ben is unfair. the one who's actually <laughs> scoring. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's that unfair. But they just they sit down and talk about the Morgan issue and how Ben spilled the beans to Justin, and that wasn't good. So now there's no trust. But at the end of the day, nothing really happens here. No, nothing. Really Justin happens. Justin's just supporting his friend, saying, "I think you deserve the perfect wife. I know you'll be the perfect husband." And so I'm surprised he didn't cry at this moment. Well, here's what I'll say: Justin was a lot more bearable. In this moment. Yes. When there's no women involved, there's no group of guys involved, so he doesn't need to show off Mm -hmm. or feel like he needs to put on a show. When it was just him and Ben, I was like, oh, Justin seems like a pretty cool, normal guy. Yeah. It's when he gets around a large group or when he's in front of his lady, he feels like he needs to put it on. Mm -hmm. And that's when I get the eek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, Stasha, and Lindy. This is good. This This one was a good little... We'll get yes. together. So the ladies are sitting and chatting and Morgan's just venting that she's like, you know what? I have student debt. I'm sorry. And this whole time, Lindy's just, yep, yep. <laughs> Lind- Lindy, what was um, she doing? She was making these sounds. That's like, some mm-hmm. new age. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. some new yep. age mm-hmm. yoga meditation that she was doing over there. Yeah. So, but yeah, Lindy's making all these noises and Morgan said, my trust is broken and she's like, normally I would just walk away. Like mm-hmm. this would have been it, but it's the process. Like I'm in, I'm still in it. So hopefully we can fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. And Lindy finally chimed in, and like you can tell that Lindy is not dumb when she speaks. It just her yeah. sometimes like she has her little we always say the finger moments, but she goes like, it's all about matching the expectations, managing expectations, Manag- managing expectations, and it's true. Yeah, she says, be seen, be heard, be accepted, manage the expectations. And she's making good points. And Stasha goes, well, it sounds like a lot of inconsistency on on your end, Lindy, because you said Miguel tried to have sex with you. You didn't want that. You wanted to build a connection, but then you ended up banging him. So what is it about managing expectations that you weren't doing, Lindy? And Lindy's like... Well, we just, we feel so connected. We bonded. And, and if we didn't feel like that, we, we wouldn't have sex. And Stasha's whole point was just, I didn't, I wanted to make sure you're not pressured. And she gets super emotional because she starts reflecting on some of her past experiences where she did feel pressured. And that's what I'm saying. I'm, I think she's very confident and bossy when she's in her element. Yeah. And she's at work right. and she's handling point. things. But I think when it comes to men, I don't think she is that confident. Right. Right. She, yeah. 
she seemed to yeah get emotional, have this weakness reflecting yeah. on his past where someone else took control mm-hmm. of her, right? Not in a good way, overpowered her emotionally, yeah. hopefully not physically, but yeah. Lindy says, well, he's my husband. <laughs> it was beautiful. And she just says, I grew up with so much judgment and shame around sex. I, all I want from you guys is support. Mm-hmm. But then Lindy, oh, sweet Lindy, <laughs> the no judgment Lindy uh, turns the tables. She tries to turn the tables. She's on like, Sasha. so like, I just want to like, um, I just want to like bring something up. And like, <laughs> actually, like Miguel, Miguel, Miguel thinks that Nate is not being real. <laughs> Miguel, Miguel and I talk a lot behind your back about how <laughs> Nate's kind of inauthentic. And, and she's uh, like, you know, like, like for example, like, um, like he's on, the, on his phone a lot. She's like, she's like, I'm so in love. I'm so happy. I haven't seen my phone, which is, like, that's a good point. I don't like, even know point. where my phone is. Which half is true. The time. Like I honestly, when sure. we were having fun, when we were traveling and stuff, I barely ever look at my phone. Right? I, yes. I, I usually whip it out when I want to take photos, but I don't sit on social media. Nate is on I social know. media. He's on his phone a lot. When we were just on our vacation in Connecticut, I literally thought about it when I was, I forget what I was doing, but I was like, wow, I haven't checked my phone in like nine hours. Mm-hmm. And it's rare because in your day-to-day life, if you're working or what, yeah. you're checking emails or texts, and yes, when you're in the moment and having a good time, your phone should be the last thing you're concerned about. In Nate's case, it's the only thing he's concerned about, yeah. seemingly. And to to add to your point, when we're in Connecticut, I forgot to bring my phone charger. Yeah. And Johnny's like, you should buy a new one. I'm like, no, nah, like, that's fine. And, you know, we have 59 chargers at home. And I literally it was fine when I charged my phone for a little bit. You know, once a day for like an hour, it yeah. it was fine because I wasn't sitting on it. Yeah. So it was alive the whole time. Right. So sure, Lindy may have a point, but I think she was out of place to address that. Yes. And I almost feel like um, I don't think she was trying to fire back. But oh, it, I think she was. But I, well, I think she was also trying to turn the conversation away. Well, that's what I mean. Do you think she would have ever brought that up if Stasha wasn't like, so you said you didn't want to bang and then you banged. What's that about? I don't think, I don't think Lindy would have brought up. No, I, I, I think you're right. But Stasha actually kind of agrees. Yeah. With Lindy and, and says, that's something I've questioned. I do question his intentions. I question why he's here. And so... All right, maybe another reason we're going to see a therapist. Yep. Yeah. And then we just quickly see Kristen and Mitch. Mitch is surfing and Kristen is filming him saying she's happy for him that he surfs. This is some bullshit right here. <laughs> this, this is your couple's activity. Think about every other couple's activity. We're taking out a boat. We're going boogie mm-hmm. boarding. Kristen is sitting on the beach, not even picking up litter, watching, <laughs> watching Mitch surf. That's but your okay, couple's activity. She's okay with it. Like Mitch, I was going to say Mitch should marry this girl, but he, oops, he yeah, did already. Did. But think about the flip side. Not that she's okay with it. Mitch chose to surf. Yeah. He chose to, to do an activity that was solo. Yeah. It's your honeymoon. I know you want to surf. You live in San Diego. It's not oh, like you yeah. live in North Dakota and finally you're at the beach. I mean, I guess it would be okay if he went surfing once like oh let's try these waves right i think he goes like twice a day i know i know 
uh, I don't know. Not a good look. Again, Mitch, maybe you'll make a turn. You're looking better than you were episodes ago, but yeah. still doing some douchey things in my yeah, book. Yeah, at least, yeah, at least hang in there. But again, maybe because of the conversation they've been having and all that, maybe it's good that they split up during the day and he does his own thing a little bit and she yeah. does, she's at the beach. So it might not be that bad. Yeah, all right. I think it's my honeymoon and I want to spend time with my Oh, I agree. But what if you're wife? not on the same page? Then that's what I'm saying. A little bit of time apart might be helpful. Okay. But then I would just feel guilty while I was sitting on my surfboard waiting for a wave and I just saw you sitting on the beach by yourself. I, I don't think, think he even looks. Not even think he even looks. <laughs> um, and then just Lindy and Miguel, they are doing a little kayaking mm-hmm. and they, they go to sit down and talk. And Lindy's talking about falling in love. Of course, she's overthinking it. Yes, and that's also her tagline. Yeah, she recognizes that she's an overthinker. And she says how she feels like Miguel has all these boxes that she needs to check, and she's trying to bend to be able to check these boxes off. And Miguel says, well, don't think about that, just be yourself. Yes, and she was basically saying, we're very different. You are very analytical. Yeah. And... I'm just here to fall in love. And Miguel is like, well, I'm going to give it my best for eight weeks and we'll, we shall see. Which and, is also dumb to which say. Is, it's very dumb to say. And you can't say that after you just told Lindy, well, don't think about yeah. pleasing. Don't think about pleasing me. Just be yourself. And then say, I don't know. I'll give it my best for eight weeks. I don't know what's going to happen. Then she's going to question everything even more. Mm-hmm. If if she knows that there's a chance you're not in this for good, she's going to re if she's overthinking now, she's going to really overthink. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think Miguel, Miguel's losing points in my book day by day by day. Yeah. A little He's bit. Losing points. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, Lindy goes, if this is just a two month experiment, I can't let my guard down. And Miguel says, I want this to work, but I don't know the person I married. So we have to see. Like, Which is true, but you don't have drag. to talk about it now. Like yes. you should just see, and then when if issues come up, then talk about it. Yes, a lot of these couples could benefit from a lesson in biting their tongue. The only thing I'll say to play devil's advocate is, I'm sure the producers are asking a lot of questions and pulling a lot of this information out, and so they feel like they have to be very honest. Well. Here's my question. Where are the experts? I, Why don't they call them or Zoom idea. them or communicate uh, with them? They used to. With all the problems are being created now, maybe next episode, I think they'll try to solve these problems. Uh, but there's a lot of problems being created this episode yeah. for sure. And Miguel is not helping anything <laughs> with, with this level of honesty. As much as we are all for honesty... Too honest sometimes. Miguel? Just uh, Mitch, too honest. Oh, Mitch. Miguel, too honest. Even though even though you're in it if if you're gonna give it your all for eight weeks, just do that Mm -hmm. and and wait till decision day and then see how you feel. There's no need to tell your wife, I don't know what's gonna happen after eight weeks. No shit. That's the name of the show. Right? (laughs) That's why there's a decision day. Mm -hmm. We know that. But when you put it into words, you put doubt into her mind, it's a little cruel. Agreed. All right. What do you say we take a little break? Let's do just it. Just a little one, Teresa. Just, just a, a little one. Just a tiny break. Just a tiny just break. A tiny break. We'll be back in a second. 
And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How is it going over it's, there? It was a tiny break. It was a tiny break. <laughs> and we're back to talk about the group dinner and the group drinks. Because oh, yeah. All good things must come to an end. The honeymoon was better. It was better for some than others, but it is coming to an end. And so everyone is going to meet up for one last night. Yes. And at first they're drinking and just chatting, right? The only thing I could focus on was Nate and Justin wearing turtleneck sweaters on the beach. I like turtlenecks, but yeah, on the beach. Oh, I was sweating just watching them. Maybe it's windy. No, because I saw the way other people were dressed <laughs> and they looked fine. <laughs> Nate and Justin wearing turtlenecks. It, for me, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. I didn't pick up on it really. I mean, I remember the turtlenecks, but it's because I like turtlenecks. Yeah, you. I are. was just like, it's one of my favorite you are a outfits. Big fan of the the t neck. Huge, yeah. because it gives you confidence. Yeah, you call it your confidence collar. Yeah, that's turtleneck is my confidence outfit. Yeah, I don't know why, but love it. Okay, love that's it. Steve Jobs over here. <laughs> you and Mark the Shack. Well, it's just. Somehow it just brings confidence. You know why? Because it makes you look taller and like slimmer. Mm, okay. A little mm. bit of confidence when I put my heels on and I'm a little turtleneck. Justin, Justin doesn't need to look any taller. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know why he's wearing a turtleneck, but. <laughs> okay, anyway. Right. They're chatting, right? And Lindy and Miguel shared their previous conversation. And yeah. we thought it's going to be so dramatic that Lindy is going to make a scene and become very, very fangirl upset, right? Yeah. But it's not. She just says, you know, I'm not happy about uh, what happened, but I, I understand, you know, he wants to be honest. I always know what he thinks. He never leaves me in, what do you say, in blind in the black, in the dark. Yeah. He never leaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. He never leaves me in the dark. Like I don't have to guess what he says, what he thinks. Right. So right. it actually turned out to be a pretty okay conversation that they yeah. shared with peeps. Yeah. And then they sit down and they keep talking. Mitch asks how people feel about moving in together. And Stasha says, one of Nate's concerns is me going back into work mode. And I hear that because that's a valid concern. And they just goes, Stasha's actually building a home from scratch. And she invited me to live in her brand new home. And that shows me how committed she is to this. And Lindy was like, I think it was Lindy. She's like, you hit the lottery, bro. Yeah. The, get a get a counter on the screen for how many times he mentions brand new home. Oh, he's yeah. He's very excited about having a brand new home to move into. I think he's into. about to become Nick Davis. Just like oh, yeah. live in the house and have Stasha doing the job. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Morgan says she's excited to move in. She's just nervous about the work schedule. And, and then she goes on this rant. Yeah. Well, she talks about and more power to her about being a nurse through the whole pandemic. Yeah. And she's always had to come home and decompress alone. And so she told the experts, I need someone who can take care of themselves, who's good on their own. And she, yeah, she's on this whole entire rant. Basically, it's a me, me, me mm-hmm. rant. And Alexis asks, how, do you, how does Ben fit into that? And then under her breath turns to Justin and goes, why does she even need Ben? Which is true. Like she, 
like I understand like you enjoy being alone. You're used to being alone. You deal with a lot of sinners, especially in the past few years. I get it all, right? Yeah. But didn't you sign up for this to have someone when you get home to de-stress with, to maybe cook dinner together, to hang out, to get a takeout, to watch completely, TV? Completely. Completely. I think what it boils down to is she's a caretaker. She needs caretaking. Yeah. When she when she gets home from a long day at the hospital of taking care of people, she can't go and continue to take care of Ben. She's not going to say it. She's not going to admit it. But I think she wants someone to take care of her. Yeah. So that's that's where Ben would come in is not to smother, but to... Can I get you anything? Yeah. Uh, I'll go run out and I'll get dinner. I'll pick something up. I'll find a movie for us to watch. I think she wants caretaking, but she is too much of an independent fighter, right, to admit that, that she yeah. needs that no, she Yeah, no, I think care. you're right. And Morgan, what she does say is we just need to communicate. So see where we're at mentally. I, I want... I want someone to check in on me and ask how I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's what that is there. Yeah. It came across a little harsh. It did. And table. people are judging her. Yeah. And then we hear Alexis say she loves Justin, right? Yeah. Well, guess who doesn't buy it? Our friend Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel doesn't buy it, right? And now people are going for Miguel. Well, First of all, Justin is obviously all over the moon about Alexis and and saying I'm going to be a stay-at-home husband while she works. I'll, I'll do everything she needs. And Miguel first asks, okay, you'll do a lot for Alexis. What will she do for oh, you? Yeah, yeah. And Alexis is like, well, I'm his protector. I'm there for him. Anything he needs, a drink, money, security. Uh, I'll have a big bag of lingerie. Like uh, anything he needs, I'll cater to my man. Yeah, for some reason I I'm skeptical of that. When you can't, she's she's listing a whole lot of things. Yeah. When I hear a whole lot of things, I hear a whole lot of nothing. To yeah. me, that doesn't that just sounds like she's saying anything she can to get out of answering the question authentically. I don't buy it. I I don't I I really don't know if she's that into Justin at this point. Yeah, but she's not the only one who has a full bag of lingerie. Who does? Who else has a full bag? Morgan was saying that. Oh, she has some. They're gonna have fun. Yeah, but at the end of that rant, she under her breath, she's like, "I love my man," and ah. everyone's like, "Wait, wait, wait what?" I mean, right? They they don't get it. Miguel, his mind is blown mm-hmm. that they're already saying this, and they're all being lovey dovey. And Miguel comes out and says, "I don't know yet if I have more than eight weeks in me." Why? Why do we have the need to say this? Because he's a moron. <laughs> because he, because he had sex. There's, so you think he's over it? No, but I, I, I don't know. I, not that you should withhold sex from somebody. If you guys want to have sex, have sex. But I think maybe the excitement's gone. He's got nothing left to look forward to. And now he's like, nah, we'll see what, we'll see what comes in this next eight weeks. I don't, I I have nothing else to work for. So we'll see what happens. I think he's just trying to be very transparent, but I think it's, he's too transparent. Mm. But anyway, it's like people start going for Miguel and Stasha want some info, but 
Miguel was saved by the mariachi band. Oh, she started going hard yeah. with, with questions that I wanted answers to. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, right then, this mariachi. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, the producers were probably like trying to wave them off. Like, vamanos, vamanos. Like, they did not want the mariachi band to interrupt this because it was about to get juicy. But Miguel loved it. He's like, but they came, saved that by the fucking mariachi band. Busting in, trumpets blazing. And I was like, no. <laughs> they do always come at the wrong time. Yeah. Right? They, I've never oh, had. Oh, you've never? No. Oh, I've. Let me shout out my favorite steakhouse again, El Gaucho in Aruba. And they have a mariachi band that comes around to your table. And you're like in the middle of breaking up with your girlfriend and the mariachi band shows up. Like you're in the middle. You broke up with your ex no. in Aruba? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying like it's always the worst time. Like your parents are about to tell you they're getting a divorce and then the mariachi band <laughs> shows. It's like they always show up at the wrong time. And this case in point, them showing up when I I wanted answers to these questions, Miguel. I like the music, so I was okay. I don't mind the music, but pick your time, pick your place. <laughs> this is not the time or place. Well, but that was it. That was it for the dinner. Yes. But then we see all the bed times, all the nine times at a hotel and people chatting. So let's get back to Stasha and Nate. Yes. And they're talking about the other couples, of course, right? And that's why that's why I say it again. Have a honeymoon to yourself, because at least 50 percent of all these couples conversations are about the other couples. If you're not on a honeymoon with them, you won't be talking about them. You won't know about them. You won't know what they're up to or be able to compare yourself to them. Everything now is comparative. Oh, they said they love each other. We don't love each other. Uh, mm. They're getting really physical. We're not physical yet. I like it. Were you, you like it from a drama? Yeah. From a drama point. Yes. Don't you want to see these people make it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I want to see them make it through the drama. But isn't Show it, me that you can overcome this drama and make it. But this is unnecessary drama. Okay, I'll tell you what. If this show was all lovey-dovey and they didn't hang out together at all, I don't think I would want to cover it. I'll be that was, honest. That was season one, two, yeah, three. Everyone's so in love. No, there was real issues. These people will have some real Jamie issues. and Doug. It was real issues. They didn't need another couple to be there for Jamie to be real like, Real issues for hideous. two days and then she got into him. Oh, it took longer than two days. No, and the honeymoon in the pool. Mm. Took longer than two days, but my point okay, is three days. Work through your issues. Don't be worried about other people's issues. Love and it. That's all. Love it. <laughs> that's all these people <laughs> are, care about. I freaking love it. Like I honestly, married first sight is getting better and better for me. <laughs> so, I, no, love I love. It. I love it from an entertainment point of view, but it's just infuriating because I'm like, stop talking about the other couples. Talk about yourself. Worry about yourself. Why are you worried and about? They will. Why are you worried about Justin and Alexis saying Jonathan, they love? They will. Ah. But hey, okay, who doesn't love a juicy gossip? I'll be honest. We all do. I don't gossip. I really don't. But I love receiving it. Okay. So. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just, I'm playing the the part of the romantic. Oh, get out of here. And I want to see these couples succeed and thrive. Wait, and Don, you said half of them won't make it. Well, that's just honest. <laughs> I want them all to be happy. I just don't yes. think they'll be happy with their and partners. Yes, the ultimate goal, but doesn't mean that 
I want to see this drama. So yeah, they're talking about it as a couple. And Nate, <laughs> of course, of course they are. <laughs> and Nate, he loves moving to the brand new house. Oh, that's He's what like, I'm oh, saying. Like he cannot stop talking about oh, it. Oh, me moving into your brand new house. Oh yeah, that's commitment. It's like not when you keep calling it her brand new house. It's uh-huh, not commitment. Uh-huh. It's a shiny new object. And here comes Stasha's. Uh, what's the word? Uh, insecurity once right. again because she's like well I mean do you like I'm, I'm all nervous if you just like the idea of me or if you like the real me and am I am I gonna be enough for you am I somebody you can fall in love and I'm like oh girlfriend like you're so powerful like be powerful when it comes to these things too because right. it's a turn on I think especially for someone like Nate if she's gonna be playing Debbie Downer in a way, I don't think Nate is gonna be turned on. What is he gonna be talking about on social media? He wants to be talking about a power couple, he wants that not about a wi- his whining wife. www.com. <laughs> w- <laughs> uh, yeah, and and she brings up how she's still trying to figure out his intentions and trying to figure out if he wants to be with her or. Do you like me or just the idea of me? Yeah. And yeah, this is good conversation. I guess she just used the topics of the other couples to lead in. This was the way to break the ice because, but she didn't, she didn't bring up Lindy questioning, which is good. Yes. And also Nate comes in a little hot and heavy and he's like, I'm falling for you. Yeah. I'm falling for you, Stasha. I did this for a purpose, to find my match, to find my partner, to find my new home. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> that <is> but- <laughs> true. This guy was, right, he was bankrupt like a couple yeah. months ago, and now he's got a brand new home. He's like, new house, who this? He's going to be doing a tour on social media. Oh, yeah. Live. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's um, like, yeah. Cribs. He's going to be good, doing co- Cribs. content, yeah. So, but then there's this moment at the end of the segment where Stasha tells the camera, I don't think Nate knows how much I'm going to challenge him and challenge his ego. And to me, that is not good. Why no. are we... So then you need to adapt. And I don't know what she considers a challenge. Is it, well, I'm up at 4.30 in the morning and I'm home at 9 p.m. at night. If that's the challenge and if that is, then you need to adapt if it's not going to, if your relationship is going to suffer because of it. Because at the top of the season, she said, I know I work a lot. I work really hard. It's something I'm going to have to to focus on yeah. and figure out. So if that's the case, figure it out. But otherwise... How are you going to challenge it? This is giving me such Elijah Wan vibes. Oh, my God. It's going to be a test. I'm going to challenge him. Yeah, but she's not like Elijah Wan. She's, she's not. not. But what is this challenging thing? Maybe she's going to tell him he can move in, but we'll hide the keys and he'll need to. He'll need to find it. He'll need, he'll to, need to find, find the it. Keys. <laughs> or maybe it's the wrong show. That's 90 Day Fiance, Bilal and Shida. <laughs> or maybe she'll, she'll say, you can move into the new house. But you cannot be in social media while you are inside. Oh. That's a that's a challenge. I want to see what these challenges are. Oh, yeah. I don't like that going in with this preconceived notion of like I don't know if he's going to be able to handle my challenges. Yeah, I don't well know. then don't challenge him. Oh, we'll, we'll find out if she challenges him. But let's move on. Let's talk about Miguel and Lindy. Same yes. situation. It's a nighttime, right? Obligat- getting ready for bed. Obligatory couples toothbrushing scene. Yeah. Enough is enough. Like the, with the dual 
We never do that. And we have a double vanity. Yeah. Not bragging. We should do it one day. Just, just for fun. Just in honor of Married at First Sight. We could press the button on our toothbrushes at the same time to make sure it's really two minutes on both of our toothbrushes. That they're we not lying to us. We should we should just time it with our phone. It is two, two minutes. minutes. I know yeah. it's two minutes. But um, other question. Do they put fresh rose petals on the bed every night? That's what I was thinking. There's too. fresh rose. Just leave a mint and move on. That's all I need from a turn down well, service. That's a turn on service. I, no one ever left mint for me ever. You've never anywhere. gotten a mint? No. Uh, maybe uh, before I met you, I used to either camp or stay at Motel Six by myself. Colin, are they still even? I I, I stay at a lot of hotels. Well, we stay at nice a mint hotels in a long time. Travels. I don't remember the last time anyone left anything on our bed. Yeah, but we've been traveling a lot during COVID, and that's probably not. You probably don't want yeah, to see even candy want on to your clean out rooms you during COVID. See candy on your pillow, but that's a that's a great point. I haven't seen a candy in years. I like when they leave like a chocolate covered strawberries. For uh, I hate that. What are you talking about? It's fucking delicious. I hate it. I always just I put it to the it. side, and then it sits there until what I check talking? out. No, I eat it. No, I'm saying when I travel alone. And you don't eat it? No, I put it to the side. Ugh. What, what, what a how, waste. Depre- how depressing would that be? Me just sitting in my underwear by myself eating chocolate covered strawberries. You can FaceTime me. <laughs> no. Make you jealous? Maybe I can get some too. Um, the, Could be the, a couple, couple activity. The rose petals weren't the only thing on the bed though. I what? think that's like a, this is your last night. Goodbye. Thank you for advertising our place. Which? The, rose the petals, pen? yeah. Yeah, because they were on every every. Yeah, bed. but just this time on, I mean, who knows? They weren't showing the other nights, really. True, but that wasn't the only thing on the bed. There was like this purple streak. Yeah. Was it? I think it was like a marker. I think it was like glow-in-the-dark lube or something. Maybe. Right? I, mean, I don't they, know. They did. Lindy and Miguel banked it out. They oh, might have used true. some glow-in-the-dark lube. Maybe, maybe. Mm, who knows? Know. Um... So they start talking about how they're growing already. And Miguel's like, I'm looking forward to all the days to follow. And Lindy goes, this is a good example of the depth that can grow over time. If if you give me five months, five years, it's just going to get better. And I feel so bad for her that she feels this constant need to prove herself. Like stop being like, if you just give me five months, it's going to get better. Give me more than the eight weeks, please. Five months, five. It's going to get better and better and better. I well, promise. I think she's also trying to show him that she is in this for more than the eight weeks. Well, I know, but she's basically groveling. This is an example of just how good it can be. Just give me time. She's groveling. True, but that's I mean, not I a think turn it's also on her either. Per- well, yes, but I think that's also her personality and. Then we turn to the morning, yeah. right there, and they're talking about moving in together, and Linden's ma- making sure that he's gonna be okay with her not working like normal people. <sighs> Which I make a kind of said, you know what? And he said it to the camera, like I don't mind it now, I guess. But then told Lindy, let's just leave it and let's just vibe it out. Like, we, why do you? Why do you set up the stage for something that might not even be an issue? Well, yeah, the way Miguel puts it is let's not get ahead of ourselves creating these hypothetical issues because that's what Lindy does is she's she's so in her head. She's so she can't live in the moment. Right. Even even, her creating these hypothetical issues 
is again the same thing, but the opposite of her going, give me five weeks, mm -hmm. give me five months. Give me, worry about today. Focus yeah. on the present. Focus on the now. You're creating hypothetical issues when you get back home and you're saying, give me five years. Like, forget about the future for a second. Let's focus on today. Yeah, I get it. The only reason why I don't understand why she says, yeah, I'm only work sometimes and then I just hang out at home and all right, sounds fun. If you had no loans, no debt, I know. apparently she has a lot of it. So why don't you work hard now when you're young still and try to pay it off and do this once you are in a better financial standing? That's that's the only reason why it bothers me. And that would be a concern of mine if I was Miguel. Yeah, oh my God. And he said it before. He said this, is gonna, this might be a concern. I don't think if you did that and you told me, yeah, I was like... I'm going to work like two days a week, but then I'm just going to be hanging around the house, like watch TV. I'll be like, all right, but um, who's going to pay your debt? Right. And eventually, if you're a responsible adult, myself, if I was in this situation or Miguel is going to be like, all right, like, I'm just going to pay it off because it's better than having this debt sitting there. Yeah. And so he might just step up and do it because that's the right thing to do. When no, she no, should, no, when, no, no, no. The right thing to do is her to go get a job. No, she has a job. Or it's her to work more. Yeah, and honestly, that's what I would want. I would not pay for someone. I would, if the person's working their ass. But if it's your wife? No. If, if it, I would want her to do more and then I could help her. But I would want to see that she doesn't sit around while I work extra or work to just pay her debt. If she was working her ass off, and just say, you know what, like I probably, I might need to pick up another job yeah. to pay it off as soon as I can. Then I would be like, you know what, I'm in good financial standing. She's really doing her best. I don't want her to pick up another job. Right. I want to spend time with her. I'll help her out. But to help someone who does, not even does the bare minimum. Why would I do that? You, and again, you spend so much money and so much time in school so that you got all these fancy degrees. Why don't you use them? Why? And I, I get I get the perks of her job. Oh, believe me, I get absolutely. The perks. But enjoy those perks once you've paid your debt off. No and one. That's my entire yeah, no point. No one is saying work forty hours a week or eighty hours a week for the rest of your life. Just work as much as you can until your debt's gone. Absolutely, and we all. I think most of us we work five days a week, right? Forty hours more or less. Some of us seven days a week. Well, <laughs> yeah, I do too sometimes, but. Okay, why why don't you work four hours a week and get take one extra day to hang out, right? But work, still, how, wait, what, say that again. Like instead of working five days a week, like most people, yeah. All right, you want to have a little time, work four days a oh, week. You said take four, the, I thought you said four hours a week. No, take the extra day, but to work here and there while you have this financial burden on you, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the only reason why I'm judging it because yeah. I am very careful about money. I'm very careful about our finances. And it's just, I just find it very irresponsible. If she was 21, I would be like, you don't know what's going on. Like you, you learn girlfriend, right? You may be living off of your parents still. They're helping you out. Sure. At 29, I don't get it. I think she knows she's probably not doing the smartest thing. And that's why she's so concerned about being judged. Because the whole thing was, don't judge me how, yeah. I, how I spend my money, how I spend my time. I think she's so conscientious of this because she knows I probably shouldn't have this much time off. Mm -hmm. I think she knows. Yeah. Well. Okay. 
All right. Kristen and Mitch. Kristen and... They get into yeah. bed. They recap the honeymoon ups and downs. And, and Kristen says, I'm still happier being married than being single. Mm-hmm. To which Mitch agrees. Yeah, he's like, I know I'm a lot. I know I threw a lot of mixed signals at you within a day. But, I mean, you handle it like a pro. <laughs> and so Mitch turned, is I'm like... I'm so aroused by the way you handle my negativity. <laughs> and he says... He feels completely different than a few days ago. Yes, that's Dog. why you should have kept your mouth shut, you idiot. That's literally what I said. That's literally what we said last week. Yes, and that was that was my biggest issue with Mitch. And again, I'm not giving him a pass just yet. I want to see, but I'm hoping he can be good for her because I really like Kristen. Yes. So I'm hoping that Mitch can realize that shit, I shouldn't have said that. Like, she's great and let's see how... Th- Things can progress between us and be nice, be be comfortable. But again, she'll never forget that. She will never forget she'll it never because forget she's it. a woman. We don't forget shit like this. A guy wouldn't forget that. A, guys, oh, a guy might have, but yeah, girls, girls don't forget something like this. Yeah. So then the next morning they're they're recapping their cuddle session from the night before mm-hmm. and how they had quite the moment but showed restraint. And Mitch goes, just so you know, I was feeling it. I was feeling it, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Were you feeling my boner against your <laughs> leg? Oh, yeah, she was. And now I said, like, what am I on? Because he's like, I'm in such a different place. Everything's yeah. much better. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. All you had to do yeah. is to keep your thoughts for yourself a few more days. And you would have been banging on your you honeymoon. You would have been banging on your honeymoon. Absolutely. Banging on your honeymoon. Because if you didn't tell her, you're not attracted to her. When you jumped on her like a tiger, that oh. would be the first bang. Yep. Yep. Oh, well. Hope you learned your lesson. As I said, he sabotaged himself. Hope you learned your lesson. All right. Alexis. Last but not least. No, there's two more. What are you talking? Oh, shit. Yeah. Alexis <laughs> and Justin. Yeah. Ah, they're back at the hotel. Oh, my gosh. They're talking about Ben and Morgan, of course, because these I'll couples think. can't focus on themselves. They Love have to focus it. on other couples. And Alexis... Like me, doesn't understand why Justin is so invested in Ben. Yeah, he's like, I know you want to help, baby. I know you want to <laughs> help him, but you can't be his voice, baby. You can't speak for him, baby. You cannot You cannot save everyone. But he serves the best. He says he's the, he wants this more than anyone. <laughs> Justin's ta- tagline should have been like a crying tower. <laughs> yeah. Because he fucking cries all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and so he's Alexis, like, just see my friend hurt, hurts me. I'm like, he is not hurting that bad. No, Let's just be honest, he okay? Care. He told he told Morgan some shit too, so fifty fifty. <laughs> and Alexis is like, you my you my little soft baby. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. You don't need encourage to, this. Oh my gosh. Um, she does say something very profound though. What she does says, she say? You can't stop people from hurting. By hurting for them. That's which true. I love because here Justin is just all the feels because Ben is feeling it and that's not going to take away his pain. True. It's not, it's not going to take away his pain. I thought that was very profound. I loved it. And then Alexis ah. tells Justin she loves him. And she, he's rubbing off on her. Cue the happy dance. Mm. Uh, over the top, un- a extra. uncomfortable. Happy dance. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they're a match made in heaven. 
I mean, I hope so, I guess. Everyone deserves happiness. Exactly. All right. Last, last but not least. Last but not least. Morgan and Ben is the morning, right? And they're talking about the tough conversations they were having. And Morgan said, you know what? I'm glad we did have these conversations, even though it was tough because it was important, right? Mm-hmm. And Ben kind of agrees. Yeah. And that's kind he, of it. He apologizes. Yeah. And he says, I'll let my actions do the talking. Yeah. So maybe he is into her. Maybe he wants to make it I work. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll find out. That's, that's what we are here for. I don't know. I don't know. What voice is that? You. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> I was like, why does this sound so familiar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, what We're an done. episode. What an app. A lot, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. But I think we did it. I think we next, did. I think next week we head back to San Diego. Sunny San Diego. Wow. One of my favorite cities in America. Yes. And we will see them moving into yes. a new I love, apartment. I, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I, I'm okay with them living together, actually. I'm okay with that. I wish they had the honeymoons to themselves. Nah. At least build, have nah. a week to yourself, get a solid foundation, nah. and then reconnect. Nah. I like the bachelor parties. I like that everyone's going on a bachelor party yeah, together. I don't really care for that. I want to see this. I want to see the. <laughs> I want to see the drama. All I right. know, but it's just everyone gets so pissed. All oh, these couples, they all hate each other. They're not matched. You're not giving them a chance to love each other. You're not giving them a chance to figure each other. Oh, you out. are. They can still do it. Come on, it's up to them. It's entirely. They don't have to gossip, but about the other couples. Yeah, but you. you they can say, a- you know what? Let's focus on us. No, I think production makes them hang out, drink, do a tequila tasting, go to brunch. If they were just like, now we want to lay in bed all day and get to know each other, production wouldn't allow it. Yeah, because what are we going to watch? Uh, yeah, I mean, you make a point. You make a good point. Of course I do. I'm just, I just, I feel for some of these couples who may be better off with a little more alone time. Nah. All right. <laughs> all right. That's the episode. Agree to disagree. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed the show, the season. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yes. We hope you enjoyed the podcast so much you might consider checking us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. A lot of fun things happening over there. Of course, Seeking Sister Wife audio and video on the Family Affair level. We got bonus episodes once a month on the Family Affair level. Ad-free episodes, discounts on merch, and... And and a happy hour. We're going to do a Zoom happy hour in the next week or so. We're yes. Figuring out the date. It's going to be a Thursday night. It's going to be a Saturday evening. Let's or see. A, Let's see what you guys prefer. Or a Sunday late afternoon. So it's not too early to get on the Patreon and vote for the day of your choice. We'll hang out for, I don't know, an hour or so. Yeah. We'll have some drinks. We'll talk about our favorite shows. We'll talk about potential upcoming shows. It'll yeah. be a real hoot. It'll be an absolute sure. So that's Patreon. Also follow us on Instagram because I'm breaking news over there. <laughs> uh, at Reality Pod on Instagram. And thank you again for the reviews. Every time we see one of those come in, we love it so much. So thank you for the love. We love love. We love love. We love love. All right. I think that is. Oh, one more thing. How could I forget? <laughs> one of the most important things we ask you guys to do. If you are not following the podcast, you got to follow the podcast wherever you're listening. This very moment, whether it's Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, it doesn't matter. What matters is you follow the pod. 
So whenever we drop an episode, it comes right to your device. It's so easy to follow the podcast. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as John's breaking news. (laughs) I am breaking. Call me Anderson Cooper. Our neighbors are going to hate us for your ooey. Call me Anderson Pooper because the, the, <laughs> the news I break is usually pretty shitty. Like the single life is coming back. All right. Anderson Pooper signing off. <laughs> I have officially said it all. Have you said it all? I think you've said too much. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.